Good evening once again, folks. It is yours truly, the Music Man 08, with another episode of Talking Music with the Music Man 08. And tonight, we are going to be highlighting Seattle's own Anthony Ray, better known as Sir Mix-A-Lot, or Mix-A-Lot, or Straight Up Mix, depending on how you'd like to look at him. We are going to be talking about all of his albums. I just want to let you guys know that this podcast episode may be explicit. So if you have younger listeners, please remove them from the room right now. Anthony Ray, better known as Sir Mix-a-Lot, was born on August 12th, 1963. Today is his birthday. And want to say happy birthday to uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Happy birthday to Sir Mix-a-Lot. Not happy birthdays. You want to get one birthday a year. And of course, um, he has put out a lot of albums. Swass, Seminar, Mac Daddy. He's he's also done songs for the Supersonics. He's also done a song for uh, Amos and Andy the movie. He's also just done a lot of different things. And so we're going to tonight talk about what he's accomplished, who he's worked with, who he knows. As a matter of fact, one of those people I happen to know. And so let's start at the beginning. Uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot, like all up-and-coming artists, uh, was just a local hometown hero. Um, He was into keyboard synthesizers, uh, keyboard synthesizers and drum machines and drum machine programming. And he used to come up to... 1250 K Fox on the AM dial and Ness Rodriguez was a homeboy of his that he went to school with and Ness had a show called Fresh Tracks and Ness also known as Nastiness would broadcast on 1250 K Fox on the AM dial um his show Fresh Tracks was every Sunday night of course he had a show Monday through Saturday and um The very first, I guess you could say, song that really got him noticed just locally, one of them was My Beat. Uh, The B-side was Let's G, Watch Out. Um, Sir Mix-A-Lot was another, you know, just, uh, you know, an up-and-coming artist that was really trying to put his name out there. Um, Let's see. He also did the song Square Dance Rap before Swass even came about. And um, the voice that you hear that's sped up is actually his own voice on a tape recorder. They would use a tape machine to speed up that voice or to have that voice speed just so. And um, of course, like a lot of artists back then, uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot used the Lynn drum machine, and that was the big drum machine of the 80s. That really was. Um, it really was, and he used it on a lot of albums. Plus, he also used the, of course, 808 uh, beat or kick drum, you know, the, the boom. You know, he'd use that, you know, and the different sound effects from a drum machine, He's also sampled Kraftwerk. Now, the very first album that was recorded 
on Nasty Mix Records was Swass. And when someone asked Sir Mix-a-Lot what that stood for, his response was some wild-ass silly shit. And uh, I guess you could say it sort of was silly, but it was, you know, because it was a playful album. It wasn't a serious thing. Um, It had a lot of different styles on it. A lot of different styles. Now, the next album he came out with a year later was Seminar. And um, let's see. From that album, he had My Hoopty. It had Beepers. uh, I Got Game. And, of course, Swass. I want to go back to that for a second because, remember, I had mentioned that um, Square Dance Rap was recorded before Swass came out. That was probably the biggest 80s hit that really got him noticed. Um, so that was back in 86 to 88, Square Dance Rap. He had several versions of that. And then um, when Swass came out, that song, of course, got put on the album. Um, on the CD only, there is an extra track called F the BS. And um, so, you know, it's... That that was his staple, you know, that was a staple. Uh, like I said, in 89, Seminar came out, and I mentioned the songs that came off of that. Now, as a little sample note, uh, Prince uh, would use, or I'm sorry, no, excuse me, let's reverse that just a bit. On the song Beepers, uh, Prince's sample of the Bat Dance by Sir Mix-a-Lot would be used on the song Beepers, and... Uh, that was one of the songs that came off that uh, album. And also, I Got Game, as I mentioned, had a B-side called Let It Flow, but it never officially appeared on the Seminar album. It was just one of those B-sides that, I won't say it was obscure, but it was just kind of, you know, to tide everybody over. Now, we didn't hear from Sir mix for a couple of years until the album Mac Daddy came out. And of course, it had the song Baby Got Back on the album, and it was talking about big butts. And if you saw the video, Sir Mix-a-Lot and a lot of people were dancing on a big, pink, inflated, giant ass. And it was actually quite funny to see. (laughs) But apparently how that song came about was that, um, you know, they were, he and, and... uh, a friend of his were watching the Super Bowl and some other people were watching the Super Bowl. And basically they were showing skinny girls with small butts. And basically he was like, you know, what happened to the girls with, with big booties? Why don't they show those? What What's up with that? I mean, you know, why? So he wrote the song, Baby Got Back. And everyone wants to think that that is a one-hit wonder for him. Uh, no, that's actually not right, because there was another song that was released from the same album called Swap Meet Louie, and that had, uh, three versions if you got the maxi single on CD. Um, of course, if you got the cassette single, you had just the album version and then the ghetto radio mix, but if you had the maxi CD, you had... Uh, the album version, the ghetto radio edit version, 
and also the ghetto unedited version. And also another single that was released from Mac Daddy was called One Time's Got No Case. And it was about uh, police brutality and, and things of that nature. So Sir Mix-a-Lot was really getting serious with his rhymes when it came to the third album. Um, Sir Mix-a-Lot only did one love song, and that was Romantic Interlude on the 1988 album Swass. In 1993, Sir Mix-a-Lot did something for the Seattle Supersonics. Um, I really miss that team, believe it or not. I used to always watch them um, growing up. Um, they were very, very awesome. Uh, just, just too many people to really try to remember. Of course, they're in Oklahoma now, now, excuse me, and they've changed their name to the Oklahoma City Thunder. So that's who they are now. Seattle, I think, was going to try to get a basketball team, but they haven't yet. And I know this is not a sports podcast, so we will move on. Uh, as I said... Sir Mix-a-Lot did a song called My Suburban Nightmare for the Amos and Andy movie soundtrack. Now, there are two versions of that song. If you can find the unedited version, uh, good luck. Right now, I know of the edited version that has always been available and still is available to my knowledge. Um, now, let me back up a second because I want to say that um, Rick Rubin of Def Jam wanted to talk to Mix, but the deal was is that Mix was working with Nastiness, and uh, this was during the Swass and Seminar days. And everyone had a look back then uh, for, you know, rap artists and stuff like that. You know, people would wear gold or sunglasses or gold teeth or, you know, whatever the case may be. Well, it just so happened that Rick Rubin called Sir Mix-a-Lot into his office and they he was showing all these different rap artists and their looks to Sir Mix-a-Lot. And when it came to Sir Mix-a-Lot, there was just a shadow of him. And Mix was like, I don't get it. He's like, you don't have a look. He's like, a look? You know, Sir Mix-a-Lot was like, a look? And he's like, a look. You don't have a look. So I said, why not wear a hat and a fur coat? That's your look. That's going to be your look. And so that's what he did. He started wearing hats and he started wearing a fur coat. And um, on Mac Daddy, if you remember the album cover, he's sitting with a hat on. And he's sitting on the end of a car and it says Mac Daddy. Uh, that was his 1991 album, as I said, with Baby Got Back, and the Supersonics deal came out in 93, um, My Suburban Nightmare was 1994, in 1996, for now, the last album would have been Return of the Bumpasaurus, and there was one song that I remember being released from that album, and that was um, Jump On It, and that was a pretty good dance tune. I want to go back to 94, because I did forget the album Chief Boot Naka, and uh, that's K-N-O-C-K-A, for anyone who cares, but uh, the single that was released from that 
was Ride, and it did get played. Now, this was also during a time where, yes, radio was uh, playing censored rap, but it wasn't as bad as it is now because um, the word bitch was actually allowed to be played. But, you know, as time went on, of course, and as gangster rap became more known, uh, they had to really, really, really step up the sensory game. Let me tell you. Uh, as I said, 96. Um, uh, Return of the Bumpasaurus was going to be the last album for quite a while. He didn't do an album again until 2003. And that was Daddy's Home. And he, on the front cover, is wearing a fur coat with a hat, as he always did. And he came back doing new songs. Um... The single released from that was Till the Sun Comes Up. Now, a lot of different people that were with Simrix a lot before, like Attitude Adjuster, Kid Sensation, Maharaji, they weren't with him on this particular album. Um, I know the last record that I heard Attitude Adjuster on was Return of the Bumpasaurus, and it was on a song called Funk for the Boulevard. Um, Kid Sensation started doing his own thing. I would say probably right after Seminar, uh, about 1990 to 91. Um, he actually put out an album called Rollin' with Number One. If you're wanting to look for that particular album uncensored, you're going to have to find it on CD. I don't see it in iTunes stores. Um because, or Amazon store either, because that album is the radio edit, the clean version of that, and um, other albums that he's done, or other singles he's done, some of them may be censored, some of them may be explicit, it depends on the album or song, I know that Ken Griffey Jr. worked with Kid Sensation, uh, which I thought was kind of cool, I know Sir Makes A Lot also did um along with with uh other part other people rather of the posse uh sir mix a lot uh maharaji attitude adjuster all those guys did ro- uh, not rolling with number one but uh my partners in rhyme and like i said that was probably about mm, 1990 to uh, 1991 somewhere in there um E-Dog, I never heard him on that record. If I did, it was like one song. Um, He wasn't in the uh, Partners in Rhyme song at all. Um, But I do believe he was... I do believe he was featured on that uh, particular uh, album. 2003, we're going to jump forward. Um, Sir Mix-a-Lot's doing his own thing. Like I said, you don't hear Attitude Adjuster. You don't hear... Maharaji, you don't hear Kid Sensation. A lot of people, he's just kind of distancing, uh, distancing, dis- distancing himself from. I will get it out, folks. Um, or, you know, he just had bad problems, and, and that happens from time to time. Um, I did hear that he was supposed to put out another record called Done Forgot About Mix. Now, this was years back. 
So, um, I don't know if that's just been put on hold or if that's going to be a digital release. Only time will tell. Um, Sir Mix-a-Lot today is 50 years old. And, uh, so happy birthday, Mix. Uh, celebrate it well. And what is your guys' favorite Sir Mix-a-Lot song, if you know of any? Um, I'll give you a list. Um, of my favorites, of course, my favorites are my hoopty, square dance rap, buttermilk biscuits. Uh, that's ripping with Kid Sensation. Um, let's see, romantic interlude, F the BS. Uh, on let's see, what else are my favorites? Uh, beepers, Gore Tex. Uh, let's see, my hoopty seminar. Uh, something about my benzo, even though I don't drive, but that's okay. That's not the point. I still like it. Um, I'll roll you up. It's actually just called "Roll You Up." Um, but it's still a favorite song of mine. Um, Mac Daddy, what's off? What are our favorite song besides Baby Got Back? I gotta say, Swap Meat Lou is my favorite. Um, the title track, Mac Daddy, is uh, one of my favorites. One Time's Got No Case is my favorite. Um, no Holds Barred, which actually talks about, you know, um, it, it, it does talk about freedom and the right to express arms and carry weapons. Now, I'm not going to get too political in this podcast because that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about staying with the music and that's what we're going to do. So we're just going to gradually move on from there. Um, Chief Bootnaka, what's my favorite? What are my favorite songs? Um, Don't Funk with my funk. I think that's kind of a funny title. Uh, Let It Bounce is one of my other favorites. Um, Let's see. Ride is uh, my favorite, most definitely. I Checks My Bank is another one. Um, What's Real is another one. Put Them on the Glass. Yeah, that's my favorite. Unfortunately, now there's an interesting story behind this song. Um, There was supposed to be a video and it was um, not going to be played on MTV because of the the subject matter. Um, And I did warn you guys, this was going to be explicit. So uh, if you have trouble listening to this, turn it off and find something else to listen to. But it was about women's tits. And uh, the fact that, you know... They were going to do a video about putting them on the glass, car windows, so that Mix-A-Lot and other men could look at them. Um, but unfortunately, the promo, the promotion for the song and the video, it just didn't work out. It, it just, it wasn't there. And so, um, it just fell apart. It really did fall apart. Um, let's see. What else is my favorite Um, from that album? Oh, gosh. 
I can't really think of any others. But I do know one more that I forgot to mention off of Mac Daddy was Monster Mac. Because at the time, I was a big Beavis and Butthead fan. And uh, they got the rights to uh, use Monster Mac as one of the songs on the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack. So that's what they did. Um, 96, the album uh, Return of the Bumpasaurus. You know, gosh, that's a tough one. That really is. That That's a tough one. Um, it only had one single, and that's too bad. Um, it really only had one single, although I do like the underside. Uh, you know, if you take the CD out, you can actually see, a, um, well, she's not completely naked, but she's half naked. Uh, she could see a, a half naked chick on the, you know, on the undersleeve of the cover. I'm like, oh yeah, good stuff. Mix a lot knows what he's doing. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Um, I'm trying to think, you know what? I, I even though it wasn't a single, I got to say play thing was one of my favorites. Uh, funk Folder Boulevard was another play thing is one of those songs that, you should not have children listening to at all. It is about sex and adult toys. Um, oh, let's see. The Man You Love to Hate is another one that's my favorite because he goes back to the posse on Broadway beat. Um, let's see. Funk for the Boulevard, of course, is my favorite. Another, another favorite. Um... Mob style is another favorite of mine because, you know, I don't know who he has doing this, but it's someone playing the talk box. I know it isn't Roger. Uh, the only reason I know that is because Roger's style of talk box playing is more polished than who this gentleman was. Now, if it was Sir Mix-a-Lot, I got to give him credit for a first time try. I really do. Um, but... Um, I, I really wasn't impressed with it myself. Uh, Daddy's Home. Like I said, another one of those albums that had one single released, and that was um, Till the Sun Comes Up. And I'm, again, really surprised that this took off the way it did. Um, I really kind of wish that Sir Mix-a-Lot had continued doing stuff that he loved, but I think after a while, you kind of need a break. Um, now, I do know that in 2008, he re-released his song, Baby Got Back, into kind of like a rock remix, and then uh, 2012, he put out the single Cars, and then in 2014, he put out the song Buddy. Um, if you guys have never heard those, I'd suggest go check them out. Quite interesting to say the least. Um, but once again, you know, this is kind of a short podcast today. Happy birthday to M-I-X-A-L-O-T, uh, Seattle's own legend of hip-hop, uh, working with Nasty Ness at Nasty Mix Records and, uh, you know, being a uh, a local DJ there. 
You know, I grew up with Sir Mix-a-Lot's music all my life. And I'll I'll never forget when I first heard um, Buttermilk Biscuits and Square Dance Rap. I thought those were two funny-ass songs right there. We're going to come back right after the break in this podcast here and uh, give you the contact information. So stick around. If you want to get in touch with me via Zello, Haytel, or Twitter, you can certainly do so. It's the Music Man 8 T H E M U S I C M A N 8 Facebook chat is the Music Man 1 at gmx.us. T H E M U S I C M A N, the number one without the number sign at gmx.us um let's see if you have an amazon device and you listen to the show on a regular basis and i'm in your contacts and you want me to talk about something music related send me some show ideas i'll listen to them if i don't like them that just means they won't get covered nothing personal against the person or persons who may have suggested topics or a topic but sometimes they're just things I won't speak about myself. Um, as I told you in the last podcast, I'll make sure to get Purple Rain Part 2 up. But now, I hope this will hold you over. Um, again, thanks for listening, and God bless.